0: You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and thanks for being here. Tonight, WDET presents the latest in our Framed By series, pairing sound and photography for interactive storytelling on display at a gallery. This time around, we're taking a look at the hair capital of the world, at the Artist Village in Detroit. My guests are Shannon Kaysen, a radio personality and host of the podcast Homemade Stories. He is from WBEZ in Chicago, and he's a Detroit native. And Justin Milhouse, who's a photographer and videographer, he is also a Detroit native. Guys, welcome to Detroit Today.
1: Uh, thank you.
0: Yeah, thank so you, let's talk about, uh, first of all, let's talk about Homemade Stories. Uh, Shannon, What, what is that, uh, and uh, why did you decide to do it?
1: You know, uh, you know, I just always like stories. You know, I mean, we all like stories because people watch TV and Netflix and all those things. But I I got into the podcasting when I was listening to a few sto- uh, stories on iTunes or whatever. So I started my own. I figured, uh, you know, I listen to Mark Maron and all these <laughs> other ones. And i like, why can't I do that? So I started my own storytelling show. And what I do is basically is short stories and commentary. And it's kind of crazy because it's it's just mostly me. <laughs> it's just <Okay. laughs> all me telling stories and commentary. Sometimes I interview people, but but a lot of a lot of my own personal yeah, stories. Yeah,
0: and and talk about the stories that you tell.
1: Well, I'm a, I'm a moth guy, so the moth. I know you guys uh, uh, do things one. with the moth yeah. here in in Detroit, but uh, I, I started with the moth and started telling stories with them. The thing about it with the moth. They picked 10 names to go on stage and tell a story. Right. Now... If you number thirteen, <laughs> you just prepared the story, practiced it, and you just saw a good show. That's and pretty much all you and did. You can't get up there, right? Yeah, so I started the podcast because I'm like, I don't want people to hear my I have story. Stories? So I tell. I'm
0: not going to wait till number thirteen. I don't, I don't right?
1: want. I don't want them to miss my story. So I, I did my own thing.
0: You know, uh, podcasting is becoming such a, a big deal in in lots of markets and lots of radio markets. Mm-hmm. What what distinguishes one podcast from another I, I mean we have storytelling podcasts all over the place yours uh is is pretty popular what's the what's the reason that you think yours
1: sort of stands out i think uh, it's a lot of moth alike podcasts that's out but i i think the thing that distinguishes one podcast from another, and if it's storytelling, news, or whatever it is, it's the personality of the host. It's the person, yeah. So, yeah. so it's you got to be someone people yeah, want to listen to. And can people get to. to know you so much. I mean, where people opened their homes up to me on, on and I, 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 I've laughed because I went and visited a friend in, in Gainesville, Florida. Right, mm-hmm. he just flew us out there to go mm-hmm. hang out with them. And I'm like, you know we've never spoken in person. <laughs> when I'm getting off the plane, shaking his head, and I'm like, this is the first time we spoke in person. Because at digital age, you just text, yeah. emails, and all right. these things. But I think people get to know the podcast host and it's a one-way relationship and they feel like I'm a friend and in the sense I am you yeah. know yeah you're yeah.
0: telling them stories
1: yeah I'm telling you they know more about me than I know about, about <laughs> them because I talk about I talk about everything right me. right everything. all right so uh, <laughs> you guys are in
0: town for the framed by series which is uh, uh, pairing sound uh, the, 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 the stories and the voices with uh, photography. For interactive storytelling and Justin Milhouse, uh, you're, you're joining Shannon uh, for that. Tell me about the hair capital of the world. Uh, uh, I don't know that I've ever heard someone call Detroit uh, the hair capital really? of the world. Really? No, I'm joking. Nah. <laughs> of course I've heard that. That's so, what I'm so saying. You've gotta, heard it. That's yeah. great. <laughs> so I also have to, to, to confess, you know, I mean, I grew up here in the city like you guys did. Uh, I cannot count how many – Saturdays, I spent in Rudell's beauty shop, uh, <laughs> which, when I was a really little kid, uh, was on Dexter uh, uh-huh. near Davison, where, where near where my grandparents lived. And I go there with my grandmother. Of course, as I got older, uh, they moved uh, the shop over near uh, the lodge and, and Myers, uh, and I would sit outside. Or sit inside uh, all day, it would all seem, day, uh, waiting for my mother, <laughs> waiting for my sister, waiting for my cousin. Uh, I think uh, if you grew up here uh, in the 70s and 80s, if, especially in the African-American mm-hmm. community, you totally understand what that means, yeah, the hair capital yeah. of the world.
1: Yeah. so <laughs> many, So many hair salons. I mean hair salon after hair salon after hair salon. And the thing is, it's a community. It and is, it has yeah. a whole industry <laughs> based on it where – if a, people are sitting down in chairs waiting for their stylish chair, waiting in the waiting area, <laughs> that's a market yeah. for a, a lot of people to sell candy, cake, shoes, T-shirts, DVDs. <laughs> you know, so 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 it's just like a whole community. I mean, they've, they've done movies on it and, and a number of things, but yeah. Detroit, it stands out because like you say, it's yeah. so many salons. Everybody has and had that. The that creativity, creativity in Detroit so many is amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Justin, you you took the pictures. Talk about uh, what you see when you go on these. And and we should make it clear it's hair salons and barbershops. Barber shops. It's yeah. not just a female thing. It's it's everybody.
2: Um, it was uh, it was very interesting for me. I never really did anything like this. Yeah. Uh, uh, really going in there, uh, the first time, uh, just wanted to get to meet the people. They want to, uh, really just go in there and just start shooting, you know, really conversate with the people. Same yeah. thing, you know, Shannon was doing, so I kind of just stood back a little bit for like about 20 minutes and just really talk to the people. Yeah, and then after that, you know, just get to, you know, shooting and doing <laughs> my thing. And uh, it's cool because it was so many different personalities, different people. I mean, you got barbers over here, you got your uh the salons you know the uh, hairstylists on the other side and um I don't know, man. It was just, it was just. I like, and we went more than once. So yeah, I like really yeah. just going there, like you, you know, get to sort of know people. Yeah, like I get to go back and, and see them. Yeah, it's the spot. And right? then like the second day, I mean, the second time we went there, uh, they knew who we were, you know, and <laughs> dapped us up. Hey, what's up, man? Oh yeah, make sure you get this shot, or you know, <laughs> right. you know. So yeah, so right. it was it was cool. It was cool. And,
0: and so the the display, the 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 gallery display pairs your. Pictures with uh, Shannon, time. your your stories.
1: Right? Yeah, I, I I came from the hair industry in yeah. a sense. My dad is like a, a known name around Detroit, <laughs> yeah. for 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 numerous things, but also like in in his in his later uh, career, it was hair. You know, okay. so yeah. uh, I grew up. Going to salons, uh, watching my dad, the ultimate salesperson, selling, <laughs> selling <laughs> ice water to Eskimos, you know. So, so he was, uh, he was, he was my inspiration in choosing this topic. But it's also just an inspiration to the entrepreneurs and to the creatives and in yeah. those people around Detroit because uh, Justin, I, he a lot of a lot of it was new to him. He yeah. didn't know that it was like uh, known that, as. Uh, one that's that big it was, in, it was in the world. Uncharted waters yeah. for me,
2: so it was like, okay, this is really going to be experience for me too. It's not something I'm, you know, if we were doing cars or right. something like that. It's like, all right, I, you know, kind of know, know what matter, I'm getting, right? but I didn't, I didn't really know what to expect, and yeah. that's what I think uh, really shows in the photography too, that like it's authentic, and I wanted to take an authentic approach. I didn't want too much posing in the, it's not any posing actually in the right. <laughs> in the photos, it's but people, it's really, yeah, I wanted to give that real. Documentarian style to yeah. those uh, photos. So. Yeah. Uh, this
0: is Detroit today on 1019 WDET. I'm Steven Henderson. My guests are Shannon Kaysen, a radio personality and host of the podcast Homemade Stories from WBEZ in Chicago. He's a Detroit native. With him is Justin Milhouse, a photographer for the Hair Capital of the World, uh, the latest in our Framed by series, which pairs sound and photography for interactive storytelling on display at a gallery. Uh, let's talk about what makes hair sort of unique in Detroit now and how that's different from, like I was telling that story about when I was uh, a kid, a, a teenager in the 70s and 80s. Uh, the city's changed mm-hmm. a lot yeah. since then. Talk about how the sort of place, the cultural place, the economic place of sort of this this hair capital has changed over over that time
1: yeah um, <clears throat> for for Detroit I mean here has always been significant I was talking with my dad and he was even talking about far as even and this is how sound crazy but I, even in the pimp culture in the city at one time you know hair was a big thing with yeah. the conks and the in the in the sure. process and those things so from there on to on through to now where natural hair is, is 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 making strong strong strides I talked to nefertiti at uh textures by nefertiti sure. which mm-hmm. is right around the corner from here yeah. and she's always been an evangelist for natural hair even back in the in the seventies and eighties, with a time when when weaving and 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 processed hair was pretty pretty uh, strong in the city. But Detroit was significant. I mean, you, you see salons throughout any city. You know, Baltimore, Atlanta, Oakland, all of them have a strong salon culture. But in Detroit, Detroit was significant in the sense where we took hair and being a hairstylist or a hair designer into into Entertainment a into into like stardom, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, at one point in, in in one of the interviews, uh, Hump the Grinder, who does a show called Hair Wars, where they take these fantasy hairstyles and they'll do a, a show pretty much yeah. showing <laughs> fantasy hairstyle. I mean, it's art, pretty yeah. much. It's been yeah. noted as art, and um and and the the stylists are entertainers. You, he was saying, a lot of other places in the world have great hair designers, but if you ask, name me five hair designers from this city or that city. Now, if you ask that about Detroit, they can probably spout off they 10. Yeah. And you might not even be in that culture, and you might know <laughs> names like <laughs> Little Willie and right. Mr. Little and Cool C and all these other names, you know, that, that just stand out. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Uh, in some of the neighborhoods uh, where these shops, uh, barbershops or hair salons, uh, still are, I would imagine in some cases, that's really the, the the last sort of institution holding the place together. I mean, it's the last place that everybody sort of goes uh, that's still standing. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's not too yeah. many w- ways of, um, around that. People... Women are going to get their hair done, and men are going to get their hair cut. Yeah, we we week. we need that cut for 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 Friday, going to shop on Friday, and get ready to wait. You know, so that's that's something that's always going to be there. People want to get beautiful because uh, reproduction is important, and beautiful people like to be. No, I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have it right. Yeah, yeah. People like to get beautiful. Uh,
0: do you do you note a difference between uh, the beauty salon and the barber shop? I mean, obviously, uh, uh, some of them are combined, and and you can do both. But they still, we still have you know barbershops where they're just for men, and we still have beauty salons that where they just are for women. Is there a, is there a difference between the two? What
2: you see inside, or sort of how people relate to them? For me, I I, I think it's a difference, but it's kind of the same. Yeah. Uh, you're always going to have, you know, you know, how do I explain this? Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> mean, the talk is different. It yeah, is the too, talk right? is different. <laughs> but, yeah, of course, the talk is different. But uh, actually, I think I, I feel like I saw a lot of similarities. It's just different people in there, you know, yeah. At, yeah. when I think of it. You know, you got... Your barber shops, your men talk, and, you know, whatever they do. And you got your women doing the same thing on their side. It's almost like a, a yin and yang. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, right. And there's a lot of education yeah. that go on yeah. in shops. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah.
1: I, I find, like, both the shops, the salons, and the barber shops. I mean, you even think about the history of barbershops. You used to go to the barber for, for things mm-hmm. rather than just your hair. You right. know, he yeah. did things where he made health-related things. But yeah. I find that that's... That's something that always continued through salons and barbershops. They had that similarity where you find out information about different things. Um, The shops I went to, most of the stylists, I'm not saying all of them, but most of the stylists, I knew them when I was a little kid going into shops. And they still, they look good. (laughs) I'm like, man, what what is it from the, you know, but I think it's being around young people and working around young people and also thinking about your hair, your hair, it ties to your health, you right. know. So, so a lot of those things. At, at, at Textures by Nefertiti, we we had a long talk about uh, uh, health and how health relates to your hair. When I talked went to the Little Willie Salon. Little Willie. Still looks like he's a young man, right? Yeah. yeah. And and he talked about health and and being around, you know, keeping a lively attitude. My dad, you can't get him around uh, people who who came. My dad, I have a hard time keeping up with him. And he was my age now when he had me, you know. So, and he stays healthy, always at the gym and always, but I think it's just a, a part of thinking about, you know, the beauty industry that keeps you keeps you young and fit but that that's at both the the stylists and the and the barbershops too barbershops like sebastian uh jackson has a shop called the uh social grooming club here in detroit and that's what he integrates within his barbershop is is health and wellness and those things and and also community so yeah no you
0: would sit there as a kid you'd sit there all day and listen Listen to what people are talking about. Yeah, and,
2: gossip is and, uh, part of it. <laughs> like you said, though, you do a get a lot of information it. at the. Like I also think it's a place where we can talk about politics, sports, and well, politics. Yeah, yeah of oh, course, all right? All the time, right. Yeah. Learned <laughs> a lot about, yeah, it, especially
0: yeah. Detroit politics. Oh, yeah. sitting around in the barbershop as a kid. Uh, Shannon, uh, talk about growing up here in Detroit and uh, what took you. To Chicago and and here on my notes it says you've moved back to Detroit. I, I I guess I didn't realize that.
1: Yeah, I moved back in in 2014. I I, I left for Chicago uh, basically relationship. My my wife wasn't from here at that time and. And uh, we wanted to see something different. I think it's important to kind of venture out and see something away from where you're from. And then then for me, coming back with all these new experiences in Chicago, because in Chicago, I got involved in storytelling and radio and those things. I wasn't involved in that when I was in Detroit. So when it's immediately when I came back, I started uh, just getting more involved in the city, just because I had a different, a different uh, insight on, on on my own life and my own career. But also, I just saw all the opportunities in Detroit. You know, yeah. I hadn't seen them being in Detroit when I moved away. I saw all the opportunity.
0: And I think it's different. Um, it's different when you are from here, leave and come back, and what you see in terms of. How the city has changed, or what the opportunities are, than if you aren't from here and you move here. I mean, that, and that's that's happening a lot, and that's great that yeah. we're attracting new people. I think it means something. I I also left for a long time, uh, fifteen years, and came back, uh, and the city feels different. And it, it does, but I'm sure it feels different f- to me than it does to somebody. Who wasn't here in the '70s or, or, or the '80s? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and I mean, and you always deal with. I mean, Detroiters we have strong pride, so a lot of times when living in other areas, people have perceptions of Detroit, or or they may say things, but they they have to wash their mouth around me a little yeah. bit because <laughs> I'm. I'm hey, man, I will tell a person, you know, what, what are you saying? What Don't you saying? talk <laughs> bad about. the what are You city, talk right? about, you know, but uh, but I see so many so many um, opportunities in Detroit happening right now. I, uh, well, there's great storytelling yeah. opportunities, right? Yeah. Well, I've I mean... gotten involved in some of the some of the live storytelling in the city, so I'll yeah. host the Moth occasionally here in uh, uh, downtown or at uh, in Ann Arbor. I'm starting to host my own storytelling show. I'm, uh-huh. I'm uh, the Moth left Cliff Bells and going right. to the Marble Bar, and I'll be hosting a homemade stories live show at Cliff Bells. So the uh, little shameless plug yeah, uh, May, right. May, May 8th is my first show on Mother's Day we're doing uh, I'll Always Love My Mama because yeah. I'm, I'm a mama's boy so we're telling stories about mamas that's
0: a good one mm-hmm. right
1: yep, uh, yep.
0: Uh, better storytellers in Chicago or in Detroit?
1: I wouldn't say better. Better, <laughs> Detroit, better is right? better. Is, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the thing is, Detroit, we have stories. The, the storytellers in Detroit, and that's one of the things I want to do is bring more people from other places to other places because Detroit is a lady named Damien Wilburn. She, uh, we travel with the moth she destroy every stage we hit you know and i don't do a bad job myself so it's two detroiters on one moth show right, right. just you know <laughs> murdering off, right? uh uh people in uh vermont yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in vermont and, and, and all well, these Well I mean other it's a,
0: it, you know I, I i always say that the the struggle here i think produces really interesting and different stories because it is different it's a different place than any other place certainly that i've lived uh and and when you talk about it especially if you're talking to people who are not from here sometimes you get that sort of taken aback right i see it i see it in your <laughs> photos
1: too i mean your know, struggle do create creativity yeah. because yeah. you have to be creative with what you have you know you gotta survive well in
0: the barber yeah. you know that's that's what you see in these
2: barbershops yeah. and these beauty salons right yeah man uh like going back, uh, what uh, Shannon was saying about Detroit, I also left too though, right, uh, right, and came back, and I didn't see the opportunity until I, I came back. And <clears throat> while I was in school, uh, I would come back for the summer, and I would really see like, wait, this is where this is where it's going to be in the yeah. next couple years, and it made me want to come back. And I, I mean, I grew up on in Detroit on the West Side. Mm-hmm. I've seen, and I really didn't like the struggle and everything wasn't really. I I've seen it growing up but it you didn't really see it because you lived it but then you go to another city where it's kind of things are doing better you come <laughs> back and you see like man it's it's really like this but i think detroiters are strong yeah. and they always always find a way so yeah no doubt yeah. about that survival resilience yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. all of
0: those oh, yeah. things uh, we're very familiar with
2: all yeah
1: right. so much creativity comes from that just that struggle so much so i mean the music the yep. the the art, the art and then yeah. and then the art transfers and all that transfers to the hair yeah. and and right. you see our designs and what we've created here in detroit is traveled across the world sure. some of the designs that they were doing 20 years ago are are popping in other cities around the world right, right, right. now you know
0: and but it started here. here in Detroit yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Yeah. All right. Shannon Kaysen, radio personality and host of the podcast Homemade Stories from WBEZ in Chicago, Detroit native. Justin Milhouse, photographer, videographer, also a Detroit native. Uh, They are the sound and photography for interactive storytelling. Uh, The latest in our Framed By series, uh, the hair capital of the world. It'll be at the Artist Village in Detroit. When is is that, folks?
1: It's going to be on Thursday and it starts at 7 at Artist Village uh, on Lasher.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, both of you guys, thanks for being
1: here in Detroit today and thanks for what you're doing here in Detroit. Thank Thank you you so much. Appreciate it. This
0: is Detroit today on 1019 WDET, Wayne State's public radio station. We'll see you tomorrow.